At this like age range is like 20s you feel like you're invincible so you're like mm -hmm. i should try everything i should do everything i can and my parents you know they they came from those type of living conditions and coming to kuwait where when i was born where i was born and then moving to the united states they wanted us to like have better opportunity make money to be financially stable be, be happy imagine having that same amount of patience for the thing you actually care about as you had for school imagine going into a field knowing that you won't achieve anything at least for another three to four years or six but that in process you will be able to learn so so much Hi there, my name is Joe Neal and you are listening to The Blooming Project, a real talk on growth and the things that make us who we are. I brought another friend today. He is my neighbor, he's my bro, he's a dancing nurse. <laughs> His name is Victor Lugo. Hi Victor. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? It's great. Today's great. It's a good day? Yes. It just got colder though because it's snowing outside, but hey. Hi. We're here. <laughs> I just came back from the Philippines awesome. like a week ago and then my first day back in my job was on Monday so it was just like I'm just like catching up with reality because I was in vacation mode for two weeks mm -hmm. and I was so used to the fact that it was like 80 degrees and warm and nice and beaches were everywhere so it's cold here so I'm you know just uh getting back into the groove of things yeah that's a lot yeah to transition into yeah again mm -hmm. especially the weather um but yeah we also dance together there's also um i know there is quite a few dancing nurses that i know mm -hmm. um you guys are really hard working and i applaud you i mean usually usually when we have those like conversations i ask like when we first met. Mm -hmm. So I think we first met exactly a year ago when I was working like our dance competition. Yes, you were my runner. Yeah, I was. For the Barcadas. Yeah, I was a runner for your kids team. Mm -hmm. I was literally running around trying to look for your kids. Because they kept not being together. And it's because like I told them like, guys, stay here. Like the three kids would stay there, but all the other kids would like run around. I'm like, Ah, uh, kids. Yeah, but I was literally running around trying to look for them because <laughs> at one point they were on deck and they were supposed to like be at the back. Um, so I, I, I wanted to tackle this topic that I've been thinking about for a while and we're well into the year, just like a few months in. I think bold moves are finally being made in both of our lives. Yes, bold moves. Bold moves. Very big moves. Just a little backstory. I went through a job interview and the person asked me, like, oh, what motivates you? Like, has anyone asked you that? It's like, what, what motivates, motivates you? Me? Yeah. I guess, I guess there's a few things that I'm motivated by. One of the things is that, like, my family, my girlfriend, sort of like the people that, like, have my trust and they've had my back for a while. You know, the people that I don't want to let down. Like, I kind of just want to 
chase dreams and take risks knowing that they'll have my back if I fail or fall. So I feel like, I don't know, it's weird at this age, at this like age range, it's like 20s, you feel like you're invincible. So you're like, mm-hmm. I should try everything. I should do everything I can. And to be honest, I don't, I get bored easily. And I don't, in order to not be bored, I want to like do something I really like. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened when I got obsessed with dance. Like I just kept dancing mm-hmm. and I, you know, I, we all started off really badly with dancing, but there are times when people are like, oh, yeah, you did a good job in class or like, oh, you should come back next time. Like, I feel like you'd get that piece better or you should come audition. And it's just like, I'm going to keep dancing because like, oh, you start being good at something and then you're like, oh, I want to get better. Like that self-motivating factor, like helped me at least. I guess that's like point number two is like what motivates me. Like I eventually learned to motivate myself. Mm-hmm. because um, I didn't want to just rely on my family and my friends like oh you can do it you, you know I kind of just want to do things for me mm-hmm. it's selfish kind of self-absorbed something like that I don't think so but it's like oh I gotta do it because I feel like doing it not anybody else and so that way I kind I that way I just I'm able to pull something off or commit to something without relying on external factors it's all internal and I feel like that makes a difference yeah if rather than just like oh I don't feel motivated can someone motivate me you know like that that to me is kind of limited because not everyone has time to give you their energy Mm -hmm. as sad as that sounds but like if you can discipline yourself to like do something based off of your own motivation i feel like you can go very far for sure yeah what motivates you there's there's just a lot of things there's there's a lot of things when i was asked that i mean i answered that in a very short amount of time like i don't remember what i said i just spewed out what was in my mind and like Mm -hmm. I couldn't help but think what motivates me in my career. I couldn't help but think about what motivates me in life in general. And like, what is it about the things that I do that makes me enjoy it? You know, I I feel like there's what motivates me in career and then personal and like in my hobbies, what motivates me in life can just like blend together. Mm -hmm. So when I was like thinking about that, just in general, I would say, oh, in life, like I have the opportunity to do what I want to like yes. make something for myself of that day. Like what mo- motivates me to live another day is like just an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then knowing that like there's a family there for me that I love, knowing that there's like friends who care about me and I can like spend time with them and that stuff. That's my life. What motivates me in life? I see. Yeah. I try you to feel it. You feel I, me? I do feel you. I found it interesting are you saying that you have a different motivation for like life, career, and everything else? Is that what you're saying? My life is all three of those, but I feel ah. like I can distinctly, you know, 
say, oh, this in my career, this is what motivates me. In my I personal see. life, this is what motivates me, you know? I see. As a nurse, what motivated you to become a nurse? First of all, I was forced to be a nurse. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. <laughs> okay. But, um, like, do you want to talk about that now or do you want to just hold off for later? No, let's, we can talk about that. Oh, we're going to talk about yeah. that now. Okay, yeah. so I was forced to be a nurse. I wanted to be an illustrator. Like, I was, I thought I would, because ever since I was, like, four years old, I've been drawing, 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 drawing. And, like, I thought I was going to be an artist. And up until high school, like, I took AP art, AP drawing, and I had to do, like, 26 pieces of drawings for my portfolio. And then right at end of junior year beginning of senior year my parents were like no you either have to go to either uic harper college or the philippines and because they tore down my dreams of being an artist i said a bunch of swear words oh no <laughs> and i was so emotional so angry you're angsty yeah like i was so me. angsty i was 17 <laughs> you know i'm like, i want to be an artist <laughs> and so I didn't want to be next to my family so I said I want to go to the Philippines and be a nurse there because they wanted at least nursing because they said that they would pay for any schooling as long as it's nursing and then after I get my nursing degree once I'm a nurse they don't care what I do or not they don't care but they I could do whatever I want afterwards so I said I'd rather be a nurse in the Philippines away from you you know I was super angsty I was such a bad kid <laughs> But then my parents were like, no, you can't go to the Philippines. You don't really speak the language. You, you know, there's a weird, like, not rumor, but it's like a, a thing that happens in the Philippines where you can hitch a girl up and then they'll follow you back to the, back to America. Like that's how they'll get into America. Have you heard of that? I've never heard of that. that. I think because I'm a woman here in America. Yeah, because so like, it, it happens in my family. Like, oh, if you go to the Philippines, a girl will get pregnant and then she'll have you bring her back to America. Like, it's crazy. So that's that was that was a crazy <laughs> reason why I was not allowed to go to the Philippines. Okay. For school. So I'm like, okay, and what's the next best option? Like UIC because it's in the city. Like, I want to be in the city. And they're like, no, we don't have the money for that. And FAFSA, we, I handed like I, I got into UIC, like I, I got, uh, I applied and I got in, but like FAFSA didn't help us out. And so my parents were like, nope, we're not gonna do it. So you're gonna have to go to Harper College. Harper College was like a community college, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes away from my house. So my parents won. Mm -hmm. So I went through nursing school. But the change was, I know this is getting a little bit long, oh, no, no. but I took CNA, which is Certified Nursing Assistant, and I took care of old people for like the school, the, the, pro, um, like the, the class, and like something changed in me. Like I was taking care of, I was feeding this lady, and then she, <laughs> we were just talking about her life. I was like, I was really interested in like feeding her, taking care of her, walking her back to her room like helping her go to the bathroom i'm like wow i care about people and then like my heart changed i started being really nice to my parents <laughs> i mean oh, wow. nice as in like i've been like more polite like i it's not to say that i wasn't but like i'm just super more careful like when my mom would get out of the car i'm like hey mom do you need help with anything like i i would ask really like uh careful things 
And so like that, my parents noticed that. And once I went through nursing school, like, and I became a nurse, like I, I luckily fell in love with nursing, but back to the beginning, I was actually forced into it. I love it now because I take yeah. care of kids. I love kids. And so that it's, that's been awesome because I love kids. I love being a nurse and I just got lucky. That's really interesting. That's mm-hmm. really cool how mm-hmm. like that ended up like being yeah. a part of you in sometimes, a positive way. Sometimes people that are forced into nursing, they become miserable or like they're, whatever they're forced into doing something they don't want to do. They like get upset and I don't, I didn't want that. I, I wish like, I, I, w- I guess I didn't wish, but like I was lucky and blessed that I actually liked being a nurse rather than me being miserable and hating my parents. Mm-hmm. So lucky. <laughs> lucky. Yeah. Did they ever um, tell you why they wanted you to be a nurse? Yeah. It's because my mom was a nurse. Her like side of the family are all healthcare mm-hmm. and they wanted me to have like a stable job you know parents love us and that was one of their ways of saying they love us like they want us to be financially stable Mm -hmm. not worry about anything you know don't go for risky jobs go for something safe you know nursing pays well so that was their decision it was either engineer or nurse but they thought i should be a nurse instead of an engineer so yeah yeah, I mean, it pays the bills. Yes, it does. Money is a good motivator. I'm not really motivated by money. <laughs> I mean, it does pay the bills, but like... Yeah, but in your heart, in your heart, you're yeah, not motivated no, by money. No, no, yeah. I don't want to like be rich. That's not really in my priority list. Like money's there just to mm-hmm. keep me alive, you know? Yeah, it's responsible to mm-hmm. have money. If you make money to earn for like a good livelihood, you know, you're going to work hard. Like you don't care what you do. That, unfortunately, that's how like a lot of people have to live their lives. They have to yeah. do whatever they can, not what they want. Mm-hmm. That makes me sad. Yeah. And I don't know, as a first, were you first generation Filipino-American? Yes. Okay, yes, yes, me yes. too. So yeah, our parents came here as nurses. Mm-hmm. And I know my dad had a lot of interests that are did not involve nursing. He was very interested in art history. That's cool. He loved architecture. Mm. And he considered pursuing other things, but you know, that doesn't pay to get yeah. to America. Yeah. Not at all. And actually, it reminded me of something that I was watching last night on Netflix. Um, I don't know if you know Ronnie Chang, the comedian. Oh, I didn't, I was. I wanted to go watch that. I just watched it last night. And that's how I like, I got this idea. I was watching his Netflix special it's called Asian American Destroys Comedy, exclamation point. And in one of, one of his bits, he was talking about um, the Asian stereotype of how parents force kids to be doc- their kids to be doctors. And to sum up, he basically says that the sole purpose of being a doctor is to make money, according to Asian parent. He was like, helping people and that, be a doctor to make money. That was like his whole thing. But like, obviously, he says it in a very comedic way, like, you don't take it seriously. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, go do you, don't you need to succeed in life i'd say yeah making money is a motivation of mine it's not like the biggest thing um i think it's important i think it's responsible um i know i'm like compared to a lot of my friends who are like doctors and nurses and like software Mm -hmm. engineers i make significantly less 
but that doesn't stop me from doing what I want to do. Like that's how, true. you know, that's your mindset. Um, but at least I think for many of us, at least for me and for friends my age or in our 20s right now, we have that choice and privilege to make mm-hmm. our uh, privilege in our lives and careers to pursue what we want with our heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, of course, like I know people who are nurses and doctors who absolutely love their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They love helping people. You love I helping do. people. I do. And I do have a comment, though. Yeah. So, you know, have your parents ever said, um, let me see if I could get this right. But I know my parents said to me that, oh, we just want to have you. We just want you guys to have a better life. Mm-hmm. Have you heard your parents say that? Yeah. So, like, th- I don't know. Whoever's listening, Philippines is a third world-ish country. Like, yeah. we're, we're modernizing. We're progressing. But it, it's a lot of it is still pretty bad. But um, over there, it's, like, people work hard. People work on the streets. And, like, they have to work extra hours. And they don't live in very comfortable slash, um, like, sometimes unsanitary conditions. And my parents, you know, they they came from those type of living conditions. And coming to Kuwait where when I was born, where I was born, and then moving to united states they wanted us to like have better opportunity make money to be financially stable be be happy they wanted us to have like a to to have a happy life and like a better life and so because we got the better life that they wanted like i felt like what you said like we can choose to do what we want to do with our hearts as opposed to just be in healthcare. Yeah. Sorry, that was just like a small comment slash tangent that I remembered. That was fine. Continue. Oh my god, should I acknowledge that we ran out of battery and that uh, <laughs> I was panicking for a moment? Sure. I'm gonna acknowledge that. She was panicking. I had to hold my thought for a hot second. <laughs> so, what other path did you consider pursuing? Um, besides nursing, I think the second best option would be a teacher. I like passing on knowledge and like making it fun in like a classroom setting and not just in dance only because mm-hmm. like I fell in love with dance after I graduated high school. But once I started teaching in dance, like that kind of supported my whole teaching like skill and I really liked when people get things right when people like get that light bulb the eureka moment and like oh my god I got it the same thing happened like when I worked as a as an adult nurse and I would train like new nurses and then they're like oh this is why this happens to the body oh this is this is how you're supposed to do this this is how you're supposed to do that and then they and you see them like start doing stuff on their own and it makes me so proud and happy mm-hmm. when like you precept somebody and they're just growing and it's like yes like i did the <laughs> right thing like they're 
they're blooming and yeah. like you know excelling and being amazing and you're just watching them it, it makes me happy seeing other people like succeed like it's fine if i don't succeed as much as them because i'm thinking like they're gonna continue my legacy <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. that motivates you that as well motivates me too like a lot yeah like i love it when people just like learn and like they get it and like i see that they know what they're doing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's really cool mm -hmm. and like with you and dancing you know I, I, I know you kind of talked about a little bit in the beginning mm -hmm. but like what what really motivates you to just keep dancing okay story time okay uh so in high school there there was a girl that i liked and you know she liked dancers but i was like I gotta learn how to dance. <laughs> I gotta learn how to dance. And so All right. I, I just to get her attention. And so I, I looked up YouTube videos. I learned how to do the arm wave. Come on. I, I saw some videos from the Jabberwockies, you know, isolate my neck. You know? Ooh, and then classic. and then I think it was like a homecoming dance or something stupid like that. But I was trying to dance. I mean it didn't really do I didn't really do well, but I mean, she liked me back. It was fine. But then she told me to like audition for a dance team at the high school. I didn't make it. I said, meh, dance isn't really cool. But then senior year, I was like super motivated. I'm like, I'm just going to make a dance team. I made like, I made like a small dance team in high school mm -hmm. with just my friends. And it was so fun just creating. I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool. And then like I took my first like hip hop, actual hip hop class and guess what class it was? It was Boom Cracks, like Sunday company class. Oh, that's intense. Yeah, and I was, because shout out to Stephanie Warner. She says, oh yeah, go take my company's class because she was in Boom Crack at the time. And then I took it and I got wrecked. <laughs> I got wrecked. I only learned like two eight counts or something, but I got left behind. I was just like standing there like an idiot while everyone else was still dancing. I was like, I'm stupid. I'm so stupid. But then that kind of like, like that didn't discourage me from dancing. That kept me going. I'm like, I'm going to do better. So I kept taking dance classes, kept taking dance classes. And then eventually I got good enough that I got invited to join daily. And then eventually auditioned to be in CODA. So it was just like, yeah. the more you got, I got into it, the better I got. And then, you know, when you get good at something, you like it more oh yeah yeah and so that's what happened i just got obsessed because of a girl i got obsessed because i sucked at it and i wanted to get better but now the motivation is different because like i want to get better at dance and i'm more motivated to dance because like i have like this team i want to support and like help grow so it's it's changed but like it's to support the same dream i think it all starts with impressing somebody i know did Jimmy you Goss. try to impress somebody i mean i started dancing when i was seven years old i was trained in ballet and i feel like i mean my parents kind of encouraged me to do just like an, an event that's so or, cool not, not an, my parents yeah my, kids. my parents encouraged me to do like a hobby mm. and i think dance was like the closest thing mm-hmm 
they thought it was cute. I was terrible at piano. <laughs> so <laughs> they thought it would be something that I could do. Ah. But yeah, like I, I really, really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I kind of started to lose that passion. I think because when you're in high school, I feel like you're really, really competitive, especially when you're a girl in mm. like a cheerleading or you're in mm. dance team. Were you in cheerleading? No, I was in dance team. I see. But yeah, I kind of like lost my motivation to actually work on dancing in high school. Oh. And then when I got to college, that's when like everything changed. Because everyone just liked to do it as a hobby. Like mm-hmm. when you're in college or studying for another thing, mm-hmm. you don't care that much about like your social status. I feel, at least like for me, but we just like to dance, period. Nice. We're in a group and all that stuff. Yeah. And then, I mean, I was in the college urban group in our Philippine organization. Yeah. And then I auditioned for CODA. And it's a fun time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because like people just wanted to do it versus like, I want to get up in the ranks. Yeah, like it it makes me happy. I feel good doing it now. Like I'm able to interact with friends and meet new people because of it. Mm -hmm. Super duper cool. Super, super cool. But like, yeah, when I when I was talking about like people doing things for the vanity and the clout, I don't know. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? When people dance for the vanity and the clout. It doesn't have to be also just for dance, just like in general. When people do things for the clout. Okay, first of all, the fact that clout is being used. I don't even know what that vernacular. word is. Clout you- is reputation. Okay. Fame. So it's in the olden days of like the 1800s, clout, like kings have clout. <laughs> kings have clout. They do indeed have clout. Indeed, quite. <laughs> and so the fact that clout is being used in our modern day vernacular, I think that's crazy. And it's interesting, but like when people do things for the gram, for the clout, just to get likes and attention, I think they're doing it for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. Unless like I know your backstory and I know what your motive is, I think that's like a shallow reason to do things. Like, it's very surface level, very superficial, and it lacks depth and soul, I think. And it's not true in the sense that I don't think that's what you really want. Because that, that can only go so high. And even the more fame and reputation you get, that doesn't necessarily fill the soul to me at least Mm -hmm. sometimes it does i guess if that's what a person's dream is but there's 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 more to things than just reputation like i'm like as you know i don't whoever's listening or janiel i'm pretty active in social media Mm -hmm. and like i design my instagram feed a certain way i post about random stuff but I I still post about stuff that I love stuff that I like you know my dancing on my vacations like I talk about family sometimes I talk about like how I feel but like I don't post stuff just to get likes I don't Mm -hmm. post stuff just to like get more followers I think because I post stuff that I love post stuff that I like to do like the followers are kind of just like a side effect. Yeah. Know? 
I think people who chase clout will eventually like be lost because if yeah. there's no more clout and reputation like what's left for them to chase exactly because like if you're just up there where do you go from there you're just in a position doing what mm-hmm. and it, i don't know it if that makes fake. sense very much so it's fake to me i've come across a lot of people who are like that mm-hmm. um i don't really think too much of it but i just i just like to observe how they they live and navigate their life just in general like you have a pretty cool instagram like you, you you i mean you post your life you post a lot of your life it's like a diary for me it's like a personal diary but like i'm okay with being vulnerable in social media mm-hmm. i mean there's obviously some things that i don't show yeah but like people can ask me privately like i'm very open to talking that's cool mm-hmm. yeah i don't know these, these days i haven't been posting on social media just because it's me that's okay that's fine too i'm not gonna force you to um <laughs> i don't know i've kind of been a little bit away from social media that's good i'll post when i feel or if there's like something that is really cool i'll post that if i want to promote a friend sure i'll post that but mm-hmm. the, those are just the highlights of my life that's not what's happening every day yeah i mean also not what not everything that people post is like happening at that time like mm-hmm. it, sometimes it doesn't show like how happy or how sad or how angry a person really feels like it's just a picture or a video you know mm-hmm. Like, people could be posting like, uh, I mean, this is just an example. Somebody could be posting like their relationship and they talk a lot about their relationship. But in reality, like they're arguing a lot yeah. or they're fighting or they're on a really bad, like they're going through a bad storm. But like social media presents things in a really weird way that people think they're fine, you know? That's, that's just my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like social media is weird. Yeah, sometimes I don't wanna, like I just wanna stop sometimes. Do it. I mean, I quit so, uh, Snapchat. Like I stopped mm-hmm. Snapchat, mm-hmm. it's deleted on my phone. Everyone's like, where's your Snapchat? Why are you, you wanna start a streak? No. <laughs> Maybe in like Sheesh. high school, yeah. sure. <laughs> Sheesh. This podcast is Sponsored by Hydro Flask. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> if, I want, if I sponsor Hydro Flask, they have to pay me. <laughs> I'm motivated by money. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so before you were talking about consistency. Mm, consistency. Yeah. And specifically in dance. Okay, yeah. Having consistency. Oh, this is. This is <laughs> Having consistency in work um, can take a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we need motivation to stay consistent in our work, to get better at our work. We need to be the best in our work, that kind of thing. And so I wanted to talk about this Instagram account that I've been following lately, Ooh. and I really love it so much. So um, 
I really want him in this podcast. I really, really want him in this podcast. His name is Ron, and his account is called at Pay for My Coffee. Do you know that account? At Pay for My Coffee. I think I've heard of it. I don't know what it looks like though. So um, I'm not familiar with his entire story, but he's in his 20s, I believe, and. He decided to leave one day, has been traveling all over the world by himself. He has like these thoughts that he writes while he drinks coffee, and I think they're very, very meaningful and they're very thought provoking. Mm. And so I think starting from now, I'm gonna be taking excerpt, excerpts from his writing quite frequently because mm. I think they're very real. Nice. Are you looking through it right now? Yeah, it's a nice feed. It's clean, um, nice, simple pictures on the left and interesting posts on the right. Yeah. He has a Twitter. Mm. Yeah, so one post really got me thinking. I'm going to say it out loud. I think there is a lot we can learn from school, especially the habit of committing into a routine almost every single day, and to do it for years and years. Imagine applying that routine into something else. Let me elaborate. We make ourselves wake up early, we make it a priority, and we sacrifice almost everything else. We show up almost every day and we do it so consistently. Even on our rest days, we still dedicate our time trying to practice more and more, trying to be better. I think there is so much we can learn from this routine, because imagine, what if we put in that same amount of effort into something we actually care about? Imagine applying that effort and that much consistency over a span of few years into something. Start that business you've always wanted to start and figure out how to get big. Start writing anything, put it anywhere. Imagine spending hours researching on how to write better and spending hours researching on how to get your work out there and spending hours trying all the different ideas you have to get yourself out or do art, or draw, or dance, or make videos, or take photos. It can literally be anything. Imagine having that same amount of patience for the thing you actually care about as you had for school. Imagine going into a field knowing that you won't achieve anything at least for another three to four years or six, but that in process, you will be able to learn so, so much. That's it. Well, there's a lot more. I but. I, I read the same thing as you. Um, okay, thoughts on that. Um, it goes back to the idea of the process or the journey versus the destination. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have an end goal where they're like, I want to be a millionaire. Mm -hmm. There's no plan. There's no consistency on how to get there. Some people, it's just a big goal. But like if you break that goal down to smaller steps, I feel like anything is possible, like mm -hmm. whatever goal you have, as long as you have like a plan, a not a fixed plan, but more like a flexible plan, something that you can adjust and adapt whatever situation comes through. Oh, let's relate this to Up, the Disney movie Up. Okay. So they want to go to Peru mm -hmm. or they want to travel the world or something. And they have, like, they have this jar, right, where they put money in. As the years go by, like, it's almost full, it's almost full, but boom. It storms, and a tree falls on their house, so they have to break the jar. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times, like, things will happen on your way to getting your goal. 
but like you have to learn how to roll with the punches you have to learn how to fix things on the way but in the end like the couple grows old together i mean they're still happy they eventually like spoiler alert the wife dies Mm -hmm. but the old man like before she died he kept saving money and he got like the tickets to like when they were supposed to go to peru yeah and then she like you know dies but i don't think having an end goal I, i think having an end goal is limiting i think the journey like the 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 passion the passion project on the way to the destination is really important because like in that excerpt from pay for my coffee like you gotta wake up early you gotta go to work you got like you gotta discipline yourself to work really hard and really fast like now but you have to do it over a long period of time Mm -hmm. learning things adapting like learning how to troubleshoot learn how to tweak things tune things up to make it so much efficient so much more efficient so much better than the last time just so you could work better just so you could work smarter you know what they say like work smarter not harder so like you will eventually like fine tune and make your own style of things that you like to do how you like to do things at your job at your hobby etc etc like no matter what it is like i remember when i play guitar and i when i played acoustic i like to play a certain way or like to strum a certain way or when i played electric i don't strum that way i like to do certain chords so like you kind of specialize at what you do you kind of specialize and figure out like the best for you not the best way but the best for you and like i didn't have a big goal of i'm gonna be a rock star or i'm gonna be a famous songwriter no i kind of just like went for it kept doing it for a while no end goal um i don't have an end goal for dance i don't have an end goal for nursing so like i'm i'm just taking things as they are doing the best that i can and because i love it and because i'm motivated by myself mm-hmm. i feel like the combination of that passion and that hard work will and discipline like will make things easier as opposed to making it feel like work yeah mm-hmm. and the like, having no end goal makes any opportunity a good opportunity i think that's a good point mm-hmm. yeah like having no end goal kind of makes everything open so you have no mm-hmm. expectations for yourself right. that are too high mm-hmm. um which is why i always get scared when people ask me like oh what are you gonna do in the next five years i don't have an answer <laughs> Yeah, and it's scary. I mean, when I when I was thinking about this excerpt, I'm like, when you're doing something that you're very passionate about, because like he talks about school a lot, and I thought it was a really cool comparison, because we're forced to go to school. You know, some people love it, some people hate it, but I get he means that if we are able to get through four excruciating years of high school, 
you know, like another four years of college. Yeah, like waking up at six, learning until four, <sighs> studying until who knows when for things that we don't really care about.、Uh-huh. Then we can do the same routine for four years and maybe easily, you know, waking up at six, learning until four, studying until who knows when. For things that we actually give a damn about,、mm, yes, yeah,、preach. and like after those four years, you know, we will be eternally grateful for ourselves,、yeah. for like making that effort every single day to become the best we can possibly be at what we do. So like that's how I I kind of read this, and I actually right after I read this, I I went to work out because I just felt so <laughs> pumped. I felt so pumped in myself. That's so good. I why aren't people Doing things that they would rather do, like, like why, you know I, which is why you partly why you started this podcast <laughs> was like I told you like what did you really want to do, Janiel? What what is it? What is it that you really want to do? And then this was one of the things you wanted to do, and、yeah. now you're doing it, and that makes me so happy. 2020, amazing. Oh, amazing! <laughs> like here it is. You you just gotta do it. Yeah, you, you just honestly gotta just do gotta do it. You have to do it, like, and you don't have to. Plan it like you. Honestly, you could have just used your phone to record things. I I still do that sometimes if I get lazy.、Mm. But like you just gotta do it, Janiel. Like、yeah. you, you got some other things you gotta do. But this is a great first step. <laughs> I know. Oh, and a plug. Victor has his own podcast, by the way. Mm-hmm. Vibes with Victor.、Uh, your episode. I, I'm being lazy. You know, honestly, it doesn't have to come out. We can do it again. No, no, I, no, I have I, it saved. I just haven't published it. I want it out. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna come out next month. Oh, fine. Okay, okay, okay. Don't worry about it. It's you get to listen to where you were like a couple months ago. Okay, cool. Yep. It's a. It's like a reminder of where you need to be. Yeah. Or Victor takes me home after practices because、mm-hmm. we're neighbors.、Mm-hmm. We have like. Conversations in the car,、mm-hmm. and I think it's just sessions of him giving me advice, like a brother. <laughs> Stop. I think we have pretty, pretty interesting and like thought-provoking conversations about dance,、Agreed. about life,、Agreed. and about and about art. Yeah, we're not very, very bland. Our conversations are usually like, oh, you have to think about it, you have to feel a certain way. But it seems like every time after rehearsal, we have, we have good conversations. Yeah. Whoever's in the car too, like it's not just Janiel. Sometimes, sometimes there's like two other people, three other people. Yeah. Usually it's it's a one-on-one like therapy session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. How do you feel? I'm good. I could keep talking. About what? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you got next, come at me, bro. Sorry if I kind of rambled on sometimes. No, that's it's a podcast. You、yeah. gotta ramble. Yeah, I'm gonna. I ramble a lot.、Um, that's why it's weird being on this end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's usually I'm in your shoes. Yeah. I'm just listening, of course. Thanks for talking to me, some more. Yeah, I mean Tuesday. I'll talk to you on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to tell you something. Oh. That I'm obsessed about. Okay. What are you obsessed It's about? It's not serious. It's、okay. about this mobile game. Okay. Here we go. What mobile game? Is this the cats? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the battle cats or whatever. It's, what is it called? <clears throat> It's called the battle cats. Well, battle cats. Yes.、Uh, I said it right. I, yeah. I did not know the title of this game. 
Anyway, this is a new segment where I just talk about the things that I Amazing. love. Amazing. I thought I you were going to start off with this. I know, but then I was like, battle I think... Cats. Is this the tower defense battle game? Top one? Yeah. Okay, getting it now. Let's see how this is. I thought you were going to start off with this. I know. I was trying to play with different structures, so I was like, okay, maybe I talk about the lighthearted things at the end so it can be like a nice, well-rounded <laughs> conversation. Nice. You know? Nice. But yeah, like, you're trying to take over the world oh with cats, and you're like trying to conquer like each city around the world, and you have like these different cats. What the heck? <laughs> Wait. Australia's in this? Wait, yeah. What? Wait, this is cool. I might get addicted. What have you done? <laughs> it's probably one of the best phone games I've How ever played. How did you find this? And I play a lot of games. I watch, I usually watch Smosh, which is like a comedy, like, Smosh. YouTube channel. I love them so much, but they did like a review on this and they were dressed up as cats, like playing mm -hmm. battle cats. And so like, I had to, I, I just felt like I had to download it and try it out. And I absolutely love it. I did not take you as a gamer. It's okay. I don't own a Switch. My brother plays it. I don't and have I a Switch. I play his Switch when I come home. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm downloading right now. Boop, boop, yeah, boop, it takes boop. a bit. There's like 13 rounds of... And it's a strategy game. I love strategy it games. It is. I, I highly recommend, okay, building up a blockade of your weakest cats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you're giving me a strategy right now. Okay. Building up and like keep leveling up like your money you'll figure it out once you play it okay so make and a then, blockade yeah. of weaker cats yeah okay so then you can like wait to like use your stronger cats later on for like the uh, the stronger opponents that come in later okay so, mm, so it like gradually gets more difficult yeah i see so start off send out the weak ones let them die first and then <laughs> get yeah literally stronger. just like keep making them okay hmm interesting use the pawns I yeah i see i see okay Okay, I like that strategy. Has that been successful for you? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. It works really well. Um, speaking of strategy, I played chess in high school. Ooh. That's why I really like strategy games. And then I was all about StarCraft, because that was a thing. I not did not anymore. play StarCraft. Not anymore, because I don't have time for that. We got no time, we're no. adults. I can only no, play no. the Battle Cats. Yeah. I have not played a game, a mobile game, in a while. Mm -hmm. So I hope I don't get too addicted. No guarantees. <laughs> I'm not in control of your life. That's true. I'm in control. That's right. You're in control. Whoever's listening, you're in control. Yeah, you are. Except the government has control. They can listen to our conversation right now. Oh my now. god. <laughs> All right, let's end this. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for the game. I will try it out and I will do the suggestion you said. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming in and mm -hmm. talking with me. Mm -hmm. I know I like to go off on tangents. I go off on tangents a lot. Don't worry. But yeah. All right, I'm going to do my last bit. Mm -hmm. The Blooming Project is created and hosted by me. Thank you so much, Victor, for sharing your thoughts with all of us. I appreciate you here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I loved it. And would you like to plug in your Instagram? Hmm. Do I? Yes. It is <laughs> at V underscore Lugo, L-U-G-O. You can also listen to my podcast in Spotify, Google Play, iTunes Podcasts. It's Vibes with Victor. 
Janelle will be in the next episode. Don't worry. Next you will month. hear her voice too. <laughs> oh man. Thanks. Uh, please subscribe to the show on Spotify. Do it! Yes, and wherever you find your podcast so to get updates on new episodes. Um, follow me on Instagram at joneal.es. And until next time, next Friday. Thanks for listening. Ding. Bye! <laughs> Amazing! Amazing! Here we go, don't linger out. I don't want to stay here no more. Just take a look around us. It's time to move.